Welcome to Study, Grow, Know, where we discuss theology, prophecy, and current political issues from a conservative biblical perspective. Here's your host, Dr. Fred DeRuvo. In my opinion, for what it's worth, people who take the it'll all pan out in the end approach to the prophetic discourse that God deliberately included in his word are basically asking for trouble. Why did God place prophetic discourse in the Bible to the tune of roughly 30% if he did not mean for us to discern the meaning there? There's only one reason he included all the discourse related to the prophecy in his word. It's for us to study, to learn from, to be able to discern the times. God didn't put it in there as a reminder to himself. I mean, this whole thing is tantamount to understanding what is happening in the world and where the world is on God's prophetic timetable. Clearly, God wants us to know some semblance of his timing, as evidenced by Jesus in Matthew 24, the Olivet Discourse, and elsewhere. Now imagine if during Joseph's day, way back in the Old Testament, the Hebrew Scriptures, the people completely ignored the coming famine and essentially did nothing, as recorded in Genesis 41 with the coming situation. What would have happened if they had ignored it? Well, for one thing, people and animals would have starved to death. And for another, they would not have been living in the reality God said would arrive and remain for seven years. And I kind of see that as a nod to the seven-year tribulation period upcoming. Now, I was talking with a friend recently from church about society today and what's going on. And during the course of the conversation, he said, quote, what amazes me is how many people refuse to see what should be obvious. People in our church, as well as worldwide, seem unconcerned or oblivious to what is going on, unquote. Well, that's exactly what's happening. That's exactly what is. Why? Several reasons. First, God foretold us that he himself would send a delusion so that people would embrace lies, 2 Thessalonians 2.11. That's prophecy. God foretells something. He tells us way ahead of time what is going to happen. Now, of course, in that particular section, Paul was referring to the unsaved, mainly who had no love for the truth by which they might be saved, verse 10, right? We see that clearly in today's society. They have no love for truth, and it is growing. They prefer lies. However, let me also suggest that those who are in Christ can be deceived if they're not careful. We see example after example of that in the, uh, in the Bible. This is not done, or this is done, actually, by not being in his word, not prayerfully seeking him and his will with the strength to accomplish his will daily. Too many Christians seem woefully unprepared for the coming difficult days, or even the days that are upon us right now, which are not that easy. In many ways, the church today, unfortunately, resembles the Laodicean church of Revelation 3. And I've taught through Revelation and end time stuff. And it's amazing how many conservative biblical scholars believe that the church of Laodicea and the description of the churches there really fills out or falls into an outline of church history, with the Laodicean church being what we're living through again now. So it wasn't just the specific church of Laodicea. We have that same attitude upon us, and that particular church had nothing that Jesus could praise 
in Revelation 3. They were lukewarm. They were just going along in life. And because of it, Jesus was ready to spit them out of his mouth. They'd go and worship, but for them, it was pretty much a fellowship festival. They didn't go there to put their all into worshiping God. It was kind of a ritual. We all know what lukewarm water tastes like. It's not good at all. It's certainly not refreshing. The water that refreshes is ice cold when you're hot. And as you drink it, you can sense your body absorbing it and being satiated by it. The Christians in the Laodicean church had everything. They didn't lack much, if anything. They were generally well off financially. And since they had money, they didn't need to rely on God for their needs. They thought they were fine. But Jesus basically says of them that they were, quote, wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked. Verse 17. Sad, isn't it? Those, they were all those things. But really, how different from that description are many Christians today? If you have enough money to buy what you need, You should be on your knees thanking him for his provision. But the tendency today is to think, oh, I I did that. I did that. I work hard. I save money. No, God enabled you to do that. He provided your job. He enabled it. Revelation 3.20 is often used, and that's in conjunction with the Laodicean church, but it's often used as a verse to get sinners and unsaved to come forward during a church service, to receive him as Lord and Savior. Well, that's fine, but the truth is that it is actually a picture of Jesus standing outside the Laodicean church, which ostensibly is made up of actual Christians. And he's standing outside because he wanted to come in and enjoy actual fellowship with them. Instead, here he was pushed to the outside of the Laodicean church, Behold, he says, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and dine with him and he with me. It's the New King James Version. He is outside, literally, the Laodicean church, asking them to let him in. We really need to think about that. Today, there is a tremendous amount happening We just learned what many of us already knew from the recently released John Durham report. Trump was completely innocent of colluding with Russia. It was a complete and total setup by Hillary Clinton and people like Comey, McCabe, Brennan, Clapper, and a host of others in the CIA and the FBI all knew that the Steele dossier was completely fake, yet they went with it anyway. The FBI and the CIA essentially joined forces to ensure that Trump would not be reelected. Now, certainly they wanted him not to be elected the first time, but because they couldn't stop that, they went for the fake Steele dossier to ensure his defeat in the reelection campaign. And we also know that the Hunter Biden laptop is completely real. And again, people high in the federal government committed lies. And did they commit treason? to protect Joe Biden as he ran for president. So in essence, there was tremendous election interference, including potential fraud, that swung the election to Biden. But these people did ultimately what globalists wanted them to do, just like many in Congress and other elected positions throughout America do every day. And absolutely nothing will happen to these people who deliberately lied to Congress and literally colluded against Trump to destroy his chances of re-election. Nothing. 
What does that tell you? It should tell you quite a lot about who controls situations to usher in the final new world order. The media simply supports that narrative. And I want to be clear here that I'm not saying that, oh, man, if only Trump had been reelected, our problems would be over. I'm not saying that at all. My beef is the fact that people colluded illegally to keep a man from gaining the highest office of this land. I'm not happy with a bunch of things that Trump did, but certainly he's far better or was far better than Biden. Now, all of what Biden has, quote unquote, accomplished since becoming president is simply to further the goals of globalism. Globalists ultimately want a new world order that puts them at the very tip top of the food chain and in complete control while the rest of us will be relegated to the world of serfdom. How many people are going along with that boggles my mind, but they do so because they're blind through deception. Now, if people knew their Bibles, including the prophetic portions, they would understand how Satan works and what he will ultimately be allowed to create with God's permission in the final years before Christ returns. Segway to 2023. Here we are, and it's clear to anyone who understands the meaning, intent, and ramifications of Daniel, Ezekiel, and Revelation, as well as many other portions of prophetic scripture, that things have seriously advanced so that the new world order seems to be just around the corner. Decades ago, globalists were pretty quiet about what they were trying to accomplish. It was all in the hush-hush, way behind the scenes. They worked quietly there behind the scenes with their chosen politicians or CEOs of corporations. They were very candid or uh, they, they didn't, you know, they kept things close to their chest, basically. They used predictive programming in sci-fi movies that put their plans in front of our faces, but anyone who talked about it openly as if it was a real scenario of what's going to happen would be put into place uh, as a conspiracy theorist. Well, today, globalists themselves actively talk about it. They don't hide it. Even engaging with so-called hand-picked journalists in interviews, revealing what they're working toward. Now, recently in a short video shared by Dr. Robert Malone, Klaus Schwab of the WEF World Economic Forum spoke of the need for absolute transparency with banking and how it will, quote unquote, integrate with an individual's personality. Uh, those words he, cho he said were chosen carefully. He also states that if we have nothing to hide, we'll be fine. Well, isn't that special? Forgive my sarcasm. Never mind privacy. That's going out the door. Digital IDs, CBDCs, 15-minute cities, and all the rest will be put in place and drastically change your life and not for the better. I find that absolutely fascinating. I want to know who put Klaus Schwab in charge of all this. Too many people ignore these things to their peril. Now, instead of recognizing that these things are in the works and coming, they prefer to look the other way. They don't want to know it. Yet if we recognize it, we still have the opportunity to at least just say no. Those who ignore it are all like the proverbial ostrich with its head in the sand or the image of the three monkeys, you know, with the caption that says, speak no evil, see no evil, hear no evil. The truth is God is allowing this to occur because he said that's what would happen before our Lord physically returns. He is going to allow Satan to quote-unquote rule the world for a short period of time, seven years, through Antichrist. Understanding this is to our benefit. Now, 
In Joseph's day, people heard the bad news of a major famine, and they decided to follow Joseph's instructions, which saved people and animals. They didn't call him a conspiracy theorist. They didn't stick their heads in the sand. They knew if a major famine was coming, that would create huge problems. Well, today, the average person has taken the mRNA and ignores the adverse reactions and even deaths from it, as do governments from around the world. They just ignore it. Now, these same people and governments are welcoming the chance to have a flu shot using the same mRNA technology. I've got links for these things in the, uh, in the transcript. Some of them you may have to create a free subscription for. Um, but they're ignoring all the adverse effects and deaths of the first mRNA injection, which was related to CV. So what does that tell you? A lot of people ignore it. What does that tell you? There is constant talk of digital IDs needed for every person. In airports right now, they are pushing a new system variously called CLEAR or something else, depending on the airport. It uses biometrics to take a photo of a person's face so that they will be cleared through security much quicker and board their planes. The stated reason is that anything on phones can be manipulated. Your phone can be stolen, but not your face. So that makes it safer and more convenient. Well, gosh, who doesn't want convenience? The powers that be want us to buy into CBDCs or central bank digital currencies. That's what they really want. They want it. They're pushing it. They will actually mandate it at some point. But this will remove dirty cash that you hold in your hand that can carry germs and diseases. And of course, digital currencies will be safer and more convenient. Once people accept that, they can they give their personal sovereignty to powerful overlords who will then decide if they're buying too much meat, too much ammo, too many guns, not enough fake meat or food, quote unquote, created with crickets, etc., and be able to turn off your ability to buy and sell. Use the money, the digital currency in your bank account. That's what they're doing. I want to know, why is it that we need to be totally transparent according to Klaus Schwab, but we will never see his books. Never, never, not in a million years. Well, this is what will occur ultimately with the mark of the beast in Revelation 13. You don't want to play by the Antichrist rules? Well, good luck eating. The system will need to be in place by that point. So they are working on it now, which may be introduced as voluntary originally to get people hooked. Eventually, it's going to be mandated, Revelation 13. All of these things are going to create our social credit score here in America, just like China's. Say something wrong, lose points. Buy too much meat, lowers your score. People can pretend all they want to that these things won't come to America, but they are in the works. Now, the Bible explains many things related to the very end of the end times prior to the physical return of Jesus. Christians ignore these things to their peril because they will easily get swept up into the system being pushed on the world and with it, the freedom that we now possess will be gone. If a Christian goes through life thinking that, quote, health, safety, and convenience, unquote, comes from a syringe or with digital money or a digital ID, it's because they're not focused 
on God's word that warns us of these things that Satan will use to enslave the world under the short rule of the Antichrist. It is not simply dangerous to avoid studying prophetic portions of God's words, but it is just as dangerous to see them as allegorical or metaphorical rather than in their plain and ordinary sense, which is to take them literally. We need to seek to understand God's meaning, even though none of us will be 100% at every point. But it's amazing what Christians can argue about. God wants several things from us. He wants our supreme dedication to him. He wants us to fear offending him so that we will live more automatically in his will. He wants us to read and study his word because it is his word. He took the time to write it, to put it together, and it provides us with information that can guide us through life's circumstances daily. God also wants us to love him more than anything this world has to offer. I wonder if that's why I find myself having lost interest in many of the things I used to enjoy. It's interesting because as things continue to heat up, I realize that the things I used to enjoy don't really hold that same enjoyment. It's as though I'm being made to see that life has become a great deal more serious. And it is so because Satan, working through powerful globalists, is doing all that he can to overthrow God. If Christians are not aware of that, they are not aware of much and will likely still continue looking to the things in life to provide our enjoyment. Understanding where we are on God's prophetic timetable provides us with a truly realistic view of life. It helps define for us our job, which is to pull others from the fire and to witness to a lost and dying world, whether they listen or not. And we hope they do. We are not here for ourselves. Now, that doesn't mean we can't find enjoyment in life. We should. It simply means that finding enjoyment should not be our number one goal. Well, thanks so much for joining me. And until we meet again, I pray that God will open your eyes to show you how blessed you are in Him. You've been listening to Study, Grow, Know with Dr. Fred DeRuvo. Please join us each week for new broadcasts that deal with theology, prophecy, and political issues from a biblical, conservative perspective. 